Only a handful of spots are still left for our social media workshop. December 30th, Cleveland, Ohio. We don't give a damn if you've got a big following. In fact, for this specifically, we don't want you to have a big following. We want to show you that you can make money from a small following. doesn't matter if you're a local coffee shop, if you're a local hairstylist, or you create mugs for people, or you've got your own consulting business. We can help you make money from your social following. I don't care if it's 45 people. We can teach you how to make money from it, grow it, and monetize what you're doing already. To sign up, go to www.bizlaunchacademy.co slash workshop. It's also in the show notes. Just while you're listening to this, click on the show notes, whether on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you listen to, click on it, sign up, enter. Spots are super limited. Again, bizlaunchacademy.co slash workshop. At Our City Coffee, we've already started our Black Friday deals. From 25 to 60% off coffee, mugs, subscriptions, all the good stuff, go to ourcitycoffee.com slash Black Friday. We started before everybody else because we do what we want to do when we want to do it, and we did it. Black Friday has begun. It won't be here forever, so take advantage of it right now. Ourcitycoffee.com slash Black Friday. Deals are crazy. On today's episode with Diana, we talk mindset. She's a mindset coach, a former CPA, quit her job, moved out to LA. A lot of what we talked about is is just changing how we say things and also being a little bit more accountable for what we say and what we do. I think this is the first podcast we talk about neuro-linguistics. And I think it totally fit and makes sense. And if you listen, it'll make sense to you too. We hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Yeah. Well, didn't Tiger lose a handful of big-time endorsers? He lost Nike? almost everything, right? Yeah. Didn't he lose? No, he didn't I don't lose think Nike. he lost Nike. I think Nike stood by them. He, he lost right. a lot, but, you know, like, when all that stuff comes out, it's hard to back him. Right. What's I'm saying. Well, he's a su- he was a superstar. Still is a superstar. And, and yeah, big-time he is, brands but a different got rid of him. like... Resurrect. You gotta, you gotta, you <laughs> he gotta had to go. He had to hit rock bottom and then. You know and who I heard of recently is Michael Phelps, like, on a random talk and... Okay. Like an old one, okay. you know, they were like speaking about Michael Phelps and I was like, I wonder what happened to Michael Phelps. I mean, he could really, I don't know. He do probably is doing that? whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't follow him anywhere, but whatever yeah. he wants to do, yeah. I'm sure he's doing it. Yeah. We talked to his agent. Oh, we did. Yeah, I knew that. About knew doing that. some coffee stuff with him. Did we? Yeah. Cool. Let's do it, Mike. Mike, what up? Uh, his agent's not, I'll let your not boy. too responsive. A lot of those yeah. agents. <laughs> you know what? Just slide into yeah. his DM. Yeah. <laughs> That's. It actually would be better because... They're, a lot of the agents just aren't very responsive. Well, unless it's a huge, big deal, and they, you know, exactly, it's like money talks for them. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. It's right. business, but you know, there's maybe we have money to spend. Yeah, Not, we right? don't have we don't have Michael Phelps millions. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I think he's got like three kids now, like little kids. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he stopped winning gold and started making babies, partying. Yeah, but like. What was his thing? He just smoked a bomb, right? Smoked weed, yeah, yeah but he had so much. It was really like, he had a lot of backlash. His his cereal got like stuffed to grocery outlet, you know, uh, like got rerouted for weed. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's legal. Yeah, no, yeah, it is crazy. A lot of people were like that. And he was, he just, well, I don't know, twenty two or something. He was, yeah. He yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's doing fine with his millions somewhere, chilling. Definitely. And if he wants to work, yeah. he'll call somebody up and say, yeah. hey, I want to do this thing. Yeah. Give Absolutely. me a speaking engagement for a quarter million dollars or something. Sure you know? kills. Yeah. <laughs> I'll speak for 30 minutes. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For yeah. ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. All those guys can do it. All those. But he, he's at a weird time, too, where people weren't really making money off social when, his, when he was in his prime five whatever years ago. Now it's totally different. Oh my gosh! Who, yeah. Who's the who's the? Oh, I'll sound like an idiot for this. Who's the big soccer player? Like the biggest that dying piece God. dude. Oh no! no oh, no. Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, I thought you were talking about uh, the no, guy. The no, no, guy no, the guy here in the galaxy. Yeah. What's his What's his name? You're talking about? I have no idea. I, it's I know I who you're talking about. I can't really say I, his name. Yeah. I'm like slowly fading in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ronaldo. I heard there was a, an article saying he made more on social than he does off. Soccer uh, and he makes like ninety million. Oh, some ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's and that, absolutely. And all those insane. people should be doing that and could be doing that instead of you know like Ronaldo's a, obviously a different level type of dude and he's really good looking and charismatic and blah blah blah. But most of these people could be doing the same damn thing. And some, I'm sure, some do. Yeah, I'd love to see how different contracts are for athletes five years ago as opposed to today. 
like and how, how much social is written into it and and all right like obligations probably a yeah. lot i would hope yeah, so yeah i would, hope, I would so. hope so like how many posts yeah. yeah 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 if they're smart and then you can delete it after three months yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i bet i bet it's different too where i guarantee it's not in, written in the contract with like nba and nfl compared to like MLS or like lower level sports because mm. you can't control like NBA guys the way you can control other guys. Yeah, but a lot of those guys probably don't run their social or or they have a team behind their social. Yeah. They might post some of it. No, what I'm saying, but to use their name, like you're not. Remember when we were working with the Cavs for a while, and like, oh yeah, they yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah. get them to do anything. They had to go. They can't just say, oh hey, you know, even if it's the guy, a guy on the bench, they have to go to the agent and say, is this approved? We're going to pay you X amount uh, of dollars because of the like, yeah. You just can't do. You can't just pull them because they're on the team. Yeah, it's weird. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm talking more about social stuff. That is, that was social deals. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that was they weren't getting paid for that though. Yeah, yeah. That stuff they weren't they were the Cavs were getting paid by the brand. The athlete wasn't getting paid by the brand. So they would have been. No, no. That's what I'm saying is like oh, they would have been. The Cavs as a whole as a team just can't say hey because you're on my team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Right. I'm I'm at brand deal yeah. with with Tim Curran and not the Cavs. Oh, I thought you meant Curran like contracts with teams and no, yeah, yeah, totally different. Like that. Yeah. I'm sure they have a minimum appearance where yeah. they have to go like yeah, do yeah. good stuff for the community, but all that stuff's written in collective bargaining. Yeah. How many times, uh, limits and I mean, at least generally speaking, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, there's cutoffs. They're not trying to eat too much of those people's time. And speaking of eating time, we're rolling Diana. We are rolling. <laughs> we're here. No, I'm we learning here? stuff. We're I'm learning yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're rolling. Okay. I'm always rocking. All right, ride. I always do this. We just roll into it. Roll into we're in, it. We're here from Encino, California. Flew in all the way from Encino. Flew in. Private jet. Oh, yes. You, you know, know, from the Van Nuys Airport. <laughs> nice. Straight yeah. to the Santa Monica Airport. <laughs> I was listening to, uh, earlier today, the 30 for 30 podcast. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with 30 for 30? No. No? Okay. It's a, a sports sports series. We're going sports heavy already. Yeah. We are. We yeah. are. I, I brought it up. Yeah. So. You did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Uh. Um, but it's it was about Diana Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird, who were like two of the best uh, female players of all time. And they played in the NBA, and they were making like 45K. I think this is – they're like our age-ish. So like early 2000s, mid-2000s. They're making 40 – wow. 45K. That's it. Oh my god! And and they one of them was like the second pick in the draft, and the other one was like fourth or something. But they could go play in Russia, and they had this one guy who was paying. Um, they, she ended up making Tarasi. I think was making a hundred k, and then she was making two hundred k, and then this other owner wanted them to play on this team, and they were making like five hundred k. So like huge, huge amounts higher. Like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, but what they started, and one thing they noticed too is like the difference between what how a WNBA athletes get treated versus NBA athletes, which you know it's it's two totally different businesses. I mean, forty five k. Forty five k is like <laughs> for eighty games. Or I, I, like I imagine. Do they play the same amount as as NBA? Uh, I doubt it. They're just over the summer, so okay. no no chance they do. Well, it's forty like forty games or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I like the difference in in what they do is ridiculous. I bet you LeBron makes double that in a game. Oh, my oh gosh, yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. But they were saying, like, they would fly, like, uh, they would be on, like, regular flights, and they'd be have to be up at 445, like, crazy wow. stuff like that. And then she moved out to Russia, played on that team, and they'd be on private charter jets and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, like, just the difference They're of They're actually it. respected. Yeah, yeah, it's totally different. And I, and I you know, I get where, where like, the, the team, the WNBA team, and again, this is 10 years ago, different business the, the, than it is now. WNBA's, WNBA is a lot more popular. But they're but trying. But is it? Yes, it is. It is. They've I feel get, like they're like, how to like involve people at a younger age, especially yes. feminine, like not feminist, but like females in yes. general. Yeah. Yeah. They've done a good job of like finding their market and then good, good, going good. to the market. They do, they do better. I don't know what numbers are specifically, but I know, I'm pretty sure most of them are making six figures. So I sure hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the best people ten years ago are making forty-five k. To say, you know, everyone's making six figures now is a, is a big deal, I think. But anyway, so they were they were. Just but that's like, their full-time job. Well, that's that's yeah. why they would go to Russia and like actually make money. And then come back to play. And that, yeah, so they played WNBA for their three four months, and then in the off season they would go and play in Euroleague, and on this specific team. But the guy, the guy that was the owner. 
was a, a former uh, Russian spy, and he ended, oh. up, he ended up getting murdered. Oh, no. <laughs> Shot and she up was telling me that? Yeah. She, oh, wow. well, like during the season or something? Or this is uh, yes, um, before the semis or, or something like that. Quarterfinals, maybe? Jesus. Of the one, yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah, crazy shit. That's where all that money came Damn. from. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so he had he, all these ties to, like, craziness. Still, did they keep the league going and stuff, or? He's the owner, down. not the owner of the league. He's the owner of the team. team. Yeah, did the team, whatever. Yeah, his wife was the owner of the team, but oh. became the owner. And uh, money went down. Or she was like, I don't know if I can afford, you know, to continue this whole thing. How we're doing it now. And then oh. Diana Taurasi was like, or one of them, I don't remember which one, was like, I'll play for free the rest of the year. Like they had a real relationship. They yeah. became family Aww. with this guy. Like I guess the guy was like a really good dude to them. Yeah. Whatever he did outside of it. Yeah. You know, he was, yeah. he was a really good dude to them. That's so, nice of her, for sure. Yeah, now it's not the same team it was. It's more of like a breeding ground for young athletes. It's kind of how they were at yeah. the end of it. Hmm. That's what I listened to during my workout this morning. a boy. Yeah. a boy. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk to you. Yes. Yes. So what do, what do you do? Why do you do it? Former CPA. Oh, gosh. I let's just... get into the story. What's, what specifically, where do we want to start? You tell so us. Much. All right, so you, you're a former CPA, so you were a CPA. Yes. When did you quit? Why? I fulfilled my obligations as a Chinese daughter. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no, um, gosh. I was working at Deloitte, which is like a top four accounting firm, uh -huh. and I got my CPA, and I think it was my first year. It gets a little like dark, like my ex-boyfriend died like when oh, I was 21, and that kind of really sparked, it really just sh shifted everything in my life. Like, what am I doing here? Why sure. am I here? So all the questions I think people ask, it just all came to me at once, and you have to heed the calling because they'll just keep coming towards you, right? Mm -hmm. So for about a year after he died, I kind of just was not really present in life. And it wasn't that I was suicidal, but I was okay if I didn't exist. Mm. And um, that led me into my journey of figuring out what I really wanted to do. And I tried to run from it. Like the night that, the day that I found out he died, I was like, I want to go to Yosemite. Like I should go hiking. Mm. Like, like not face it. Um, was that something you guys had done? No, it was just, just like just my my escapism, right? Mm. Um, so, uh, gosh, um, I was in Bali and I wanted to start a nonprofit for like the kids there because as a first generation Asian American, I believe education is what separates um, opportunity from people. Um, and I see that firsthand, you know, coming from a family who grew up as children farmers, you know, to now like lawyers and, you know, mm -hmm. pharmacists and auditors, like whatever, like, um, I believe education at that age was really what drove the difference. So while I was in Bali, we had a driver and he told us how much it costs, like for them to send their kids to school. And for them, it was a lot. It was like maybe 300 US dollars, which is maybe coffee change for us mm -hmm. in a year. Um, so I came up with this like, you know, brilliant idea to like create this like thing. And <laughs> I was in New York with a bunch of my coworkers and we were out there for training and, uh, you know, we were all out drinking and I said, you know, I really want to start this nonprofit. And one of my coworkers says, why? Like, there's like, you know, like there's so many people to help in America, um, which I believe is true, but I believe in America, like you do have opportunities and other places you absolutely don't even have a choice. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, long story short, at the end of the night, we're getting into the cabin. I was like, I just don't know what my purpose is. <laughs> I guess my purpose is to help shareholders, help protect shareholders. Yeah. And it was kind of this thing where I was like, we still laugh about it today. Like, you know? Yeah. And so shortly thereafter I quit, um, in between, uh, I, one of the reasons why I moved to LA was to pursue acting, um, because during that whole journey of healing, um, I like started taking acting classes just because it wasn't some, it was something that I wanted to do maybe, maybe subconsciously, but because I had never seen anyone in my circle or even in my community do it, I didn't think it was a real possibility. Mm -hmm. So... 
my boyfriend at the time super amazing for like I think our anniversary or like my birthday he mm-hmm. got me this acting class you know and I'm over there doing like a scene from a Tennessee Williams play and like <laughs> I totally connect with you know this prostitute that's like on her bed you know mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god there's something really here there's something very very therapeutic about this um so I believe in following the breadcrumbs of life and so one thing led to another I ended up quitting my job. I worked in the Bay Area. That's where I'm from, San Francisco. And then I did a film with a bunch of LA actors, and that's kind of like back in 2013, and that's kind of like why I moved out here. (sighs) (laughs) So you got out here, so you've been out here. And then that's the journey. And then, yeah, yeah, about six years, and it's like this huge. I did not know what I was signing up for, but I knew I needed it, right? Like you come Uh to LA and it's not like, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to pick up where I like started. It's like, I want to deal with all the shit that I needed to deal with. But because I was in the comfort of my community, I didn't, maybe didn't have to. I got away with like, you know, just um, not dealing with it. Sure. Um, So... And that journey has been absolutely incredible, like incredible heartbreak in a different way, right? Like mm-hmm. dealing with someone, a loss to someone is very tragic. And then dealing with like maybe a relationship heartbreak is so different. Um, so I experienced like my heartbreak, like in that aspect for the very first time. Mm. And it was a very short lived relationship. But what it really did for me was open up the healing that I needed to do with my parents, specifically my mother. Okay. Right. Um, and your parents are up in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely amazing people. Just, it comes back. We were talking about perspective earlier. They come from a totally different like world. Are they both Chinese? Mm-hmm. Like they both grew up in China, like during a time where there was so much scarcity that like it becomes your mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. You come to America, you don't speak the language. They had four kids, um, worked, you know, like six days a week. And then that one day my dad would take us to McDonald's and we'd have so much fun (laughs) in the playpen. And I'd get my little Polly Pocket Happy Meals. Um, But we made the most with what we had. But during that time of my heartbreak, like I had gone to therapy when I first moved to LA and my therapist said, you know, Diana must have been so hard with your mother. And she talked about my mom. And I'd be like, you can't talk about my yeah. mom. Only I can talk about sure, my sure. mom. You know, I like so protective because that's my nature, right? Um, to protect the people I love. So it took a lot of resist, like a lot of like chipping away and beating me down to, for me to really get vulnerable and open about healing this part of me, right? Okay. Um, And that led me ultimately to find God in my sense, like, because I remember just crying all over the place, everywhere. Like I'd be at um, brunch with like the six feet black guy and I'm just sitting there crying and he's just holding space for me. Mm -hmm. He's just like, you know, not even trying to fix things, not even trying to talk about it, just like eating (laughs) while I'm crying and just (laughs) holding space and being there, right? A good friend. so where was I going with that? Healing, right? Yeah. What was I yeah. saying? Healing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, finding God in that. Like, I remember just walking out one day and just realizing, oh my gosh, how can I expect so much from another human? There has to be something greater than this. Like, mm. how can I ever put so much emphasis and expectation on another human being? Whether it's a relationship, whether it's a parent, whether it's a kid. I mean, now that you guys are parents, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, So coming out of that and then realizing I'm the creator of my own life. I'm the co-creator of my own life. I get to um, write the story I want to tell. It's interesting because this morning, for some reason, Maya Angelou just came to my mind. Still, I rise. Right. Um, Which I've heard many times in the past, but it didn't really like click in me. And then this morning, for some reason, I just like started watching her videos and reading the poem again. And it's like, oh, I could have totally been a victim to everything that I experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. I could have used, you know, the immigration story as like, oh, I can't do this, or oh, this death, the world sucks, or oh, this heartbreak, like I'm never gonna love again. 
So I think the last three years was me really kind of healing a lot, me being open and actually like very vulnerable to change. And someone said to me, Diana, I think that you're running away from relationships because I had taken a break from like Mm -hmm. dating. And I said, actually, no, I'm not. Like, I just know that if I get in a relationship right now in this point in my life, I'm absolutely going to repeat the habits that I had before because habitually within me, I have not like, healed transcended whatever i was going through so i needed to have that space to like be honest with myself you know learn how to be alone it was so hard to be alone (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people struggle with that yeah Yeah. being alone ain't the easiest thing yeah and i grew up with like four like there's three other siblings there was four of us in like a like a three-bedroom house so we were all we're so tightly knit Uh so i would on a friday night be by myself consciously you know i'd like drive myself to the beach at night and just like hang out in malibu and like i'm gonna do this yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna learn how to do this today so that kind of leads me to like my journey now of um helping people see that there's possibility you know being the light in the situation and through that, I have to work on myself consistently. Like, sure. where where am I falling short? Where is... And also celebrating, like, you know, the good and the bad. Not being so hard on yourself. Not being, like, you know, so hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, So how do you do that? So, like, I, I come to you and I'm like, uh, like, are you... The people you work with, are they... Is there a certain type of person? Is it somebody who hates their job? Is it somebody... Is it all females, males, young, you know, old... It's females and males, but lately it's a lot more females. And I was like thinking about this. A lot of it is like artists who are struggling or like know that they have something to offer, but Mm. like don't necessarily know how to get there. Makes sense. And like they have an external goal and an external vision, but underlying that is actually like healing that has to go through, right? I was with Mm. a girl recently. And we're at Oberoma Cafe. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm, I'm familiar, but I've not, never been. Oh, Where you guys should it? definitely Where go. It? Um, it's in Studio City, like borderline Toluca Lake Studio okay, City. Okay, okay. So like in your old hood. Yeah, yeah. Um, no Wi-Fi. So okay. you be Interesting. Present. One of those. Yeah. One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I dig that. So yeah. you got to write, right? Yeah. You got to write or talk yeah. or eat. Or They'd stare like, at people awkwardly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People watch. Yeah. Um, and we we're talking and she's like, yes, I'm making money off my social media. People like, you know, there's like Twitch and stuff that people can pay you while you like, yeah, yeah. you know, perform mm-hmm. or play sports or play games. Um, and she just like wanted to find her purpose because she said I could do it, but like I'm not like excited about it or like I mm-hmm. what's who am I talking to? I'm making these funny videos, but what's my purpose? So it came down to like and then she just started bursting out in tears like and then uncovering and chipping away the family dynamics that had been like car- she'd been carrying along that mm. like she didn't know she, I, I think we all subconsciously know something's there but perhaps we just like haven't had the right questions or situations to reveal them to us that makes sense yeah hmm. so yeah people like who want to like shift their perspective or know that something's not working but they really just feel off yeah like they don't know exactly what it is is it is it like purpose or is it is it just like i don't know where my purpose is within all this or is it like i love creating my art but i'm not making any damn money doing this is it people like that or both it's probably both i think it comes into like they just want more accountability first and foremost and they want like maybe some more structure or just to have a dialogue with somebody that's been you know gone through something like that yeah that makes sense so how do you work with them how do i work with them it's very like unique right like case by case sure sure sure. i think but you come in first convo with me i'm like hey i got issues help me <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like straight up. I, know like that. This, I think this is he's being serious right now. Well, this no, is, no, I'm saying yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying yeah. like uh, how issues as far like here, my issue is this, 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 and that. Like I, I can't. You know, it's interesting because what you think is your issue might not actually be the isn't. real issue, yeah. Yeah. right? It's like like the symptom of the issue, right? Exactly, yeah. and that's amazing. Yes, exactly. Thank you, thank you. So, <laughs> I'll be here all you're day. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, no, so usually, like, I start off with, like, what's on your mind? Like, what's going on? Hmm. It's in a question that no one really asks. It's like, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, it's right. just some auto You know, comment. so yeah. it's like, oh, what's on your mind? And then... 
I'm stealing that, by the way. Yeah, take it. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Just yeah, I like that. Walk down the street. Well, no, What's on your mind? No, I'm not going to do that. No. I don't, yeah, not here in LA. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Then they're like, okay. Yeah, right. Three days later. I've been there. I've yeah. been that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I'm, but, but like on social, I'll, I'll start a convo with somebody in somebody else's messages or comments. What's on your mind is a great, like, yeah. it oh, is yeah. different. It's different. And it is. It's like, an open-ended cr- question yep. yeah. that makes you really go, oh, I don't know. What is on my mind? Yeah. You're not like on autopilot. Like, oh, I'm fine. I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say that. Yeah. So I'll start off with that and they'll usually lead me somewhere. But eventually on that first session, I'll like, you guys know the wheel of life, right? Like. No, talk to me. Um, so basically. No, I know the circle of life. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, 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 if I could sing, I would like break out and sing right now. Um, no, but basically your life is broke up, broken up into component parts, right? Like your relationships, your friendship, your spirituality, your career, your finances, your health, you know, like, and so we go through this chart and I usually bring it out or I ask them like, what areas of your life do you want to work on that they think, right? But eventually we're going to go through the whole thing and you kind of mark down from a scale of one to 10 where you're at. And then eventually we draw it out. Like we line it up, like connect the dots, right? Mm -hmm. Super fun. Um, And then you'll see if your wheel will get stuck somewhere, right? Like if it were Mm. a car wheel, like would you be able to like keep going? Okay. You know, and that's kind of like about life. Like you can't keep operating with your life like lopsided because eventually it'll catch up to you. Like if you're having too much fun or like you're all about relationships or you're all about your career, like it needs like a holistic balance. It doesn't all have to be tens, but it all has to be like in sync. Hopefully above five. Gotcha. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So... So how do you, all right, I've got an issue with my relationships or whatever. So then you'll, you'll specifically work on relationships and finances. Those are two things. Say that. So then you're going to sit down here with me and are we going to then do another set of like a worksheet or goals or how are you helping me work through my issues? No, it's so much more fluid than that, right? It's like a conversation like this. But what, so like I got my certification for being a life coach, which then like you learn a little bit about neuro-linguistic programming, how to reframe a little more ideas about like fear, how to deal with that, which, you know, it's like a very nice put together um, program from all the books and all the experiences that you've (laughs) had kind of like put together. Sure. With coaching specifically, we believe that... um, the client, the other person has all the answers within themselves. Like you could meet someone for the first time and be able to lead them to a coaching session just based on the questions that I'm able to ask. So what it was required of me is to be able to listen in on like what's going on. And based on what you say, I might be able to identify, oh, that's his limiting belief. Like, oh yeah, I'm always angry. Well, who told you you're always angry? Like in what ways are you not angry? So the person starts thinking and you start looking in the other direction, right? So your scope, your perspective is like this. The question opens you up and you're able to look and you're gonna say, oh wait, that's actually not really true. Yeah. And if that's not true, then what else isn't true? Sure. Yeah. I, I, so um, who is it? I don't know if it was my mother-in-law or my mother with, with the baby. And the baby's like a week or two weeks old. And they're like, oh, are you so angry, buddy? And I was I, like, even like that, like he's not angry. He's just trying to communicate. He's shit all over himself or he's hungry or, you know, he's uncomfortable or something. Like, so I was like, to, to like lives my girl. So like, hey, I don't, I know it sounds like stupid and like hippy dippy shit, but I don't want to start that like right now that he's angry. He's not angry. He's trying to communicate. This is how he communicates. It may come across if I was yelling and screaming, yes, I would be angry, but he's not. He's just trying to communicate. And I absolutely love that because words are so powerful. Why are you so angry? Like, like I am this. It's like, oh, what? uh, Like coming in from it in a different perspective it's like what's going on like what's causing this frustration or whatever mm-hmm. not why are you this like sure same thing when kids say like oh or people say to kids like oh she's just really shy like hmm. you're kind of like putting that on them so it's really sure. amazing that as a parent you're like very aware of that as such like at two weeks old i think I'm aware yeah, of that yeah, maybe yeah, there's yeah. 80 other things i yeah. I'd do that Hey, as long as we're like just a little bit better than like how we were raised. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Different though. Yeah. Yeah. 
guess that's all. Like, well, uh, so so go back actually. So okay. so you you've gone through all these things in your own life, and you decided, okay, I'm gonna start my business. How did you even go about that and like get your first client? Or yeah, because you quit. Like, you quit. You yeah. move out to LA. You're like, I'm gonna act, and then you're like, I'm gonna start coaching people. How does that? Where's you know, the I had there? I had like. I guess as an actor, you end up coaching a lot of your friends as well, right? Like, because you face a lot of rejection. Like, you put in hours and hours and hours of work, like, just to, like, um, for the audition. And you might never hear anything back. And then when you (laughs) book it, then it's like, then there's this other thing. Um, Even getting to a point to get these auditions, to get in the room, Mm -hmm. is, like, a whole endeavor, Mm -hmm. right? So... I was coaching a friend through a situation where she was working on a show with like a big name and she was feeling some kind of way about it. Um, Who was the big name? (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) Um, but um, so I was just working with her through it. And at the end of the conversation, it was like, is it your ego that's getting in the way? Do you feel Mm. insignificant in this situation? Or like, what is your job here? Because for me, when I walk on set, it's, how do I service everything that's um, going on here? How do I be of service, right? Like I'm here as an invited guest on their show because like it's their and paid. show. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you're also a collaborator. You're just, you know, you are part of it. It's like Oprah says, you're like an invited guest to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so long story short, I said that multiple times already. Um, <laughs> long story long. Yeah, long story long. Um, she, basically, it was like she left and she was like, oh, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm an invited guest here, right? Like, I need to be the light in the situation. I can't control someone else's outcome, right? Like, sure. their reaction. I can only control what's going on with me. And so long as I'm full and whole and, like, my cup's overpouring, you hear that statement a lot, then I'm able to, like, offer help and be the light and like be the light in the mm. situation where maybe they're God knows what they're going through. You know, they have yeah. a whole family. I don't know. So she, she left and she was like, you should like moonlight as a psychologist. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. Like <laughs> I can't, um, I had a really hard time separating myself from other people's stuff. Like people would leave and I'd go into my (laughs) room and start thinking of solutions and like feeling their pain and like, you know, and it's like how to protect yourself while helping other people. Right. So that's why I like started coaching is, um, I wanted, when I took the course, when I got my certification, I really just wanted to be able to be there for my friends and the people in my life without being swept up by them without like i can't even focus on my own work because um i'm i'm thinking about their shit sure you know so it's been really helpful gotcha makes sense how yeah. how are you getting most of people now? Are they all just um, most? sitting outside casting calls? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? This girl, I sat down and she just like started, un like what you said, like dumping all this stuff. That doesn't me. seem that crazy. You're at an audition with a bunch of people who get who hear no, no, no. You're not good enough. You're not good enough yeah. all the time. But it's like if you do it enough, I feel like if you stay in the game long enough, you realize it's really not about you, right? Mm-hmm. Your only sure. thing of, to control is yourself. Yeah, like, that's absolutely which is it. a great mindset. But yes. you also know a lot of people don't have that mindset, and yes. they're like, yeah. oh, "Wasn't I good enough?" This is true. This is true. Yeah. Well, this is the first time it's ever happened to me. Okay. Okay. It's very interesting. Yeah. And she just was telling me like, I don't have money. Like I didn't know if I could come to this audition, if I could pay the bills. Um, I mean, I could even pay for the fuel. And I was like, girl, you need to go get a job at the Grove down the street because you're beautiful and you can speak English and you have no reason, absolutely no reason to be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like control what you can control. <laughs> and yeah. Like that's what I said to her. I was just like, you need to go get a job, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And I guess she was doing something like hosting, which was leading her into sketchy situations. Oh, and I'm no. like, girl, no, uh, like you are worth more than that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so no, how do I get my clients? Um, a lot of them is organic, like just, Word of mouth. Word of mouth. And like when I uh, talk to people, I'm doing more of like, I'm studying digital marketing right now and like moving into that space and like, you know, running some Facebook ads for like a side hustle. So that's been, that's been for other people for myself for yourself. Okay. Yeah. 
we're in that world and just dabbling yeah yeah because you could totally do that and yeah. you can totally oh, we are. We like are totally doing yeah it. right and yeah. then you get that in the hands of like you know a few people and yeah. facebook ads are super cheap for what it is they it's are to be able to reach like a mass amount of people totally we, we've done a shitty job with that years back now we're doing a pretty good job getting better getting better of of making and getting return on our ad spend ROAS ROAS in the biz return on ads the ROAS yeah so now we're we're we're, that's where we are that's what we do that's great is that your only product Mm -hmm. Uh, well a mug oh no no I I thought you meant like our only product in the business I mean we have multiple different coffees yeah mug yeah I thought you meant like do you have like other products business business products no what was your question? Oh, like, please rephrase. Do you have like you know a T-shirt? With yeah. Your oh, okay. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, not, not yet. Not I've yet. been trying to push T-shirts. He's been trying to stiff arm. We that. will. We will. But, but yeah. it's just like organically. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's like yeah. find a find yeah. our our Niche. voice and then then find yeah. something that's gonna sell. What, you know, if you had like a log line for that, like how would you describe your coffee in one line? Oh, Pat. Log line. Throw them back at you. High high quality coffee where every bag we sell gives back. Amazing. You fit that into a sentence. I would have made it two. Why? Well, she said one sentence. I know. I'm giving you props. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah. I would have uh, made it two. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's it's like if you drink Starbucks, we're not, it's a different level. It's a high level quality coffee. What makes coffee a high high level coffee? Um. Well, it's it's how it's grown. It's how it's roasted. Those are the two things. Types of beans. So and, think of and, think of the coffee like wine. Yeah. It, there's there's a lot of variables that go into like making wine and there's a lot of variables that go into coffee too mm-hmm. we didn't really realize that until we actually went into this but it's very very similar and you can like play with different flavors and, and with your palate and light medium roast there's a lot that goes into actually roasting where did coffee. you get your beans we, that, that one's an ethiopian yeah but we, we work with yeah. a guy here locally who goes sources and, from the farmer sources yeah. from the farmer and then roasts here yeah. five miles down oh nice yeah, yeah. So we work directly with him, which is great. How, do you guys ever watch The Prophet or Shark Tank? I like Shark Tank. Yeah, we used to watch Shark Tank. I like The Prophet. I like The Prophet guy too. Oh, he is Marcus. so funny. Yeah, really. Okay, yeah. he's good. On I know who you're talking TV. about, but I've never yeah, watched it. Yeah, I like him a lot. They have a coffee roaster um, on one of the Prophet episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Here in LA, I could, I could see that. No, it wasn't in LA. I think it was in the East Coast. It was actually doing really well, but it was like a relationship that like. Uh, God, it was a lot of his are like mm. that it's like small business and he comes in and tries to do stuff but there's always like husband wife or like some guy just really oh, fucked it was up a, it was a the ex-wife's friend that he had like you know bought the business with and uh, like been in a relationship yeah, with yeah. and they no oh, longer nice. like are together and now the business is drama it yeah. makes for tv yeah. i guess yeah i like him i like what He's, is that on nbc is that what they're on cnbc, NBC. Oh, okay yeah. oh, is it I like I him. So. I like I him a lot, and I like they've done been doing some stuff. I don't. I don't watch no TV at all, but I happen to like whenever I watch TV, I catch his stuff. They did one thing. It was like almost like a look back. So it was like him sitting with a producer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're talking that. about the episodes, yeah. and and she's like, "I tried to get you to go to this chicken spot, and you didn't want to go." And he's like, "Really? I don't remember that." It's a, it's just a cool interaction talking about the show itself. Yeah, I think that's what the profit is, right? It's yeah. all a look back. Yeah, yeah. So on like cool. why they. Yeah, it's commentary on the episode mm-hmm. way after, and they're like can be more oh. truthful with yeah. the situation. Yeah, that's cool. They should. It's, it's a cool. It's a cool show. More shows. If you like, like entrepreneurship? Shark Tank should do that. I know they go. They go and they're like, hey, so so and so, you know, only if they killed it. They yeah. go back and they look and they say, our city coffee, you know, we tenfold in the last six months. Yeah. yeah. Instead of going back and being like, all right, well, immediately we came together and we were like, oh shit, this didn't yeah. work. So we switched and adjusted. And now we're marketing to this group of people. And this is why we did this. And the manufacturing's here because of this. And like really show the process yeah. of it instead of just being like, hey, this works. No, like we know this shit's going to work. Not, that's not Shark Tank's vibe. Shark Tank's like the American idol of that. Well, the process very is like well a produced. spinoff. Because like, uh, right. the guy is actually one of the sharks. Was is he? Is that what you call him? I think so. Was he so. a shark? Okay. He, it was basically... It is, right? Like I don't know. I I, I've never seen him on Shark Tank. A few years ago. He's not... Oh God, I I have a it's, feeling. It feels like I it could, could be totally a be wrong, but it is. I think you are wrong. No, no, I actually think <laughs> he invested know. in the company, okay. and then it follows the journey. You know what? Who knows? Oh, I feel like I need to Google this. Okay, because nah. it's I feel like it's kind of important. the profit Shark Tank. Profit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's that's the case. I don't think it is the case. I don't know. 
It's, it's been a while because I know Shark yeah. Tank does those like even guest people now. Yeah, A Rod's on That's recently. Right. right. You know what? The internet does not work. No, oh, yeah, you gotta get on Wi-Fi. <laughs> you gotta get Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi here. Yeah. yeah. If you're not on Wi-Fi, you get no. You I get, get nothing here. No, yeah, you can't. No reception. I have to go yeah. take phone calls outside. Yeah. When Timmy and I call, we're just talking. Like if he's at his house, I'll, he'll have to FaceTime me because it'll go through because yeah. it's through Wi-Fi. Oh, that sounds not frustrating. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't bother me. That's good. Uh, yeah. That's good. I don't only really have a handful of people that call me anyway. So if you call me, just FaceTime you. On outside. Or I or I talk outside. Yeah, or, or, or FaceTime or audio. Walk down the street. Oh, yeah. I guess we could FaceTime audio. WhatsApp, WeChat, Cacao, so many. Yeah, I don't. I don't WhatsApp. You got WhatsApp. Yeah, I'm on WhatsApp. But you talk to people overseas. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think I've had it and then got rid of it. <laughs> anyway. WhatsApp, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. it for you. No, I don't need it. Yeah. So how do you, with your Facebook ads, what are you trying to do? What are, well, you, what are, you, what are you sending or what are you posting? What are you Well, boosting? for me, I, you know, I do so many random things. But um, yeah. I, have you guys heard of Kangen Water? No. Oh, spell it. K-A-N-G-E-N, which, no. oh my gosh, you guys have to try the water. No. Okay. Okay. So basically, it's like electrolyzed reduced water. So it, you know, we go and I don't know if you do this. What kind of water do you guys drink? Filtered water from yeah. this shit. Yeah. Filtered. Yeah. So like I used to schlep to Trader Joe's, not Trader Joe's, Whole Foods and get the alkaline water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my friend introduced me to the Kangen machine, like Enagix, like Kangen machine, which is like alkaline water, but more so than that, it's like very antioxidizing and it also is micro clusters. So when you drink water, like you don't get bloated. So you could drink 16 ounces like that. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I got the machine and like when you get the machine, you get like distributor rights on it. So I kind of like dabble in that as well. Oh, yeah. that's what you're, you're is that what this? So that's what the Facebook ads are for. That's what the that's Facebook what ads are. Okay. Yeah, that can fit. Interesting. And then so what do you do with what? Like, give us an idea of what that looks like. What do you mean? What What does your ad look like? Where does it go? And what are they doing? Um. So it basically is a promotion of the fact that one, the health benefits of it, and also two, like the potential of like there's a lot of people in the community that have um been able to do the business in a way that they like can quit their full-time jobs gotcha. right so they can work purely online and travel like i was just like on a call with a, my accountability partner i guess i could call her and she and like four of our other girls are out in barcelona and have been there for like two months just like working from mm. their computer and like doing this so, interesting okay yeah that's the dream, isn't it? Be able to do what you want where you want. Exactly. And like really do what you really love. You yeah. know, if it's coffee, if it's, you know. Yeah. We had somebody on our podcast uh, okay. a few yeah. months ago, Beach. Uh, I think I think yeah. we were going to the same place where her whole no. company, she's got like 20, 30 employees. Oh, yeah. They all work remotely. So she'll be all over the world. She has no like home home. She just travels, lives out of a suitcase basically. What kind of company is she doing? What kind of like coding. And yeah, coding, yeah. app development, creative, that type of stuff. Okay, so you're in front of your computer. Sure, sure, yeah. sure definitely. Yeah. So she doesn't, like you, you're probably better at face-to-face -face type of things in certain scenarios, but like she doesn't need to really interact. Yeah. I like can just show people digitally. You know, which is like really good and like not so great because I like love the opportunity to get to work from wherever I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then at the same time, like I miss people. Yeah. Like I yeah. miss talking to people. I could use more of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Here it's different it's like, though. Like you have to, like in order to go talk to people, you have to drive to and then the drive. Like I drive. How long did it take you today? Four hours some days. Oh yeah. Well, how like long did it take you to get here today? Like an hour. Really? Yeah. 45 minutes. Okay. I left at 12. And that's a good time. That's why we did it at a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I have to be down here. So like two well, birds. And to pick, pick up your husband yes. at five, it's going to take you an hour and a half to get home. Oh, yeah. Oh, we usually like get have dinner. Get dinner. Yeah. Have to, Go to Santa Monica, yeah, yeah, Casa Del Mar. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. Casa Del Mar. Yeah. It's amazing. They have a tapas, I think, every Tuesday. Really? Oh, it is Tuesday. I think so. I don't know what day. But one of those. One. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense on the Tuesday. The sunsets there yeah. and the live music. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. At like 520 now. Yeah. It's early. All right. So you're working mindset stuff. Mindset stuff. Yes. Mindset. Reframing. Yes. Reframing. How are you <clears throat> typically working on just changing how people speak, talk? Are you writing things down? Are you like if I'm coming to you and I say like, I'm just, my job's not working. How are you coming back to me 
Are you giving me goals? Are you doing six months? Are you doing just worksheets? How are you like physically I helping think, me work? Through I think it? if the job's not working, then it's like going deeper, right? Like we have to find what sure, the real sure. problem is. So are, is the job not working because you just hate your job or yeah. is it because it's your mindset within the job? And it's just a simple, it's not never simple, right? Because it's reprogramming. But is it reframing how you are looking at the given circumstances, right? You have the context, sure. this job. Is it... In what situation would this job be desirable for you? So for you to kind of look uh, for different ways to view the job, right? Yeah. But if it's something where you're just completely not aligned with the company or you're not in line with, like, I was an auditor, but I really didn't want to do that anymore and that was not my calling and I'm forcing myself to, then it's uncovering what is it that you really want, yeah. right? And uncovering that. And then if when we get to, like, a good, solid, like, we know what it is we want, then you kind of like develop next steps okay. on so, how to move forward. So that's that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like when I leave you, we just met, we, we went over whatever whatever we needed to go over. What am I taking with me? Is it confusion? Setting, confusion, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> confusion, pure confusion. Isn't that supposed to be the opposite? Tissue <laughs> paper. Just kidding. Tissue Haven't you paper, been though like crying. in traditional therapy when you're leaving? And I'm like, but I can't leave you because yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've never done that. But have you ever been, you know, we went to therapy when we, yeah, were, when like we were like 10, 25 oh, really? years. Yeah. Our dad had a stroke. So my mom like threw us in the shit. We didn't want to do it. But isn't that the thing? That's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to get you to come back. You know, that's what isn't a lot of the, people the say, hook? right? Like I had a friend who was very resistant to therapy, okay. but some people really need to go through it. Right? I, I get yeah. that. I get like, that. Yeah. Um, or they don't, but I don't think so because. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the hook to make you feel like you need to keep coming back, but. Uh, well, all right. So I'm sure there's really good therapists. I'm sure there's real slimy therapists. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if I leave you, you're not making money off me. So you may really try to help. And there, and there definitely are therapists who just want to help me yeah. or you, whoever. But there, you know, there's people that are just like, ah, I better kind of fuck up her brain a little bit. Make sure she comes back next week or next <laughs> month or whatever, you know? Oh my God, there's a saying, like I remember an acting teacher who said like, there's books written about that to get people coming back. Oh yeah. Where it's like, oh, you're so great, but it's just your eyes just a little weird. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. it's just like oh, yeah. to get you to come back. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, this all comes down into you have to know yourself so well and like what the boundaries are. And maybe it'll take you longer to realize it, but I wouldn't write off like a whole entire industry that's oh, sure, like, sure, you know, sure. like yeah, yeah. just yeah, for yeah. like, oh, it's just because they want my fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't care. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. But yeah. <laughs> but but no, no, I'm not in, saying that. I'm just coaching. saying like in general, there are definitely people that do that. Yes, absolutely. People that aren't like that. Absolutely. 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 Um, no. Well, with coaching specifically, we always want to leave you off with like an action item, a thing like a like something that you can actively action whether mm -hmm. that's a shift in mindset whether that's like like keeping tabs on like how many times did i say this about myself today or something like mm -hmm. an actionable item that kind of moves you forward okay so you're not that like makes sense. Gotcha. but i've definitely been in therapy where i was like okay what am i supposed to do i just <laughs> feel like a nervous mic i just feel like i opened everything up and now i don't know what to do mm. yeah yeah that's definitely happened i get that not that i've ever done that I have a really no. funny story. Okay. Tell us. Like funny stories. Oh my gosh. I had a therapist. She was freaking insane. Okay. Um, and I go in. Is this in LA? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was really great though. I mean, like in a few sessions I was able to like, you know, um, I had gone out of a bad relationship and I was like, he's so manipulative. I feel like he's following me. I feel like he's manipulating me. And then she said to me, Diana, have you ever thought that you were manipulative? Oh, and I was like, shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, and then I had to sit there and I had to think about it. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. We're all a little bit manipulative to get what we want when we don't get it. Sure. And we might not be evil in it. It might just be because we're unconscious and selfish and like, I want it my way. Like, oh, that's really nice coffee. You know, like, yeah. and like to get what I want and like switch the situation. Sure. But um, I thought that was a really like, she didn't care what I thought about her. Right. Like yeah. she didn't care. If, like I came like attacking her. Sure, but sure. Um, she was just like, you know, throwing it in my face. Sometimes that throws you off. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, is it me? Yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Probably not the way you're describing it. Well, I mean, I think in a relationship, both people are always 
there's always both people are at fault, right? Well, Whether I, it's you staying yeah. longer than you needed to, right? Because mm-hmm. you're yes. never just the victim. Yeah. I think it's, I, I see this a lot with more, it tends to be more females for whatever reason. Be like, that guy's an asshole or that guy doesn't, she wants this and he keeps doing this. Like as if it's his fault. Well, isn't he telling you if he's not doing what you want, isn't he telling you that he doesn't want to be with you? Like it, why is he an asshole for not doing what you want him to do? He's saying, I don't want to do this. He's saying he doesn't want to be in this relationship. He's, he's articulating without very, communicating. He's telling yeah. you. Yeah. He's telling you with all of his actions. Like why? Why is he such an asshole if he just doesn't want to do that? If you don't want, if you can't accept that, then you should just move on. Like that's if you can, you know, like just just go to the next. It's done. Wash your hands of it. It's not him just being an asshole. Just let him be. It's the ideas that we create, right? Like he is this thing. He needs to be this thing, and whatever other beliefs, right? Maybe they're creeping up in age. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I agree with you. It takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of like being honest with yourself and being OK with it. And I think it, it's so beautiful when you do see that where someone can like walk away from a relationship because they just know that they're worth more than whatever this interaction is producing for them. Sure. Yeah. Even, even if it isn't like it doesn't have to always be a bad thing. Just it's like, actually hey, it's a really not, good thing. doesn't work. Yeah. Goodbye. It's really, if you, if you come from a loving place, you can look at it like a whole place and a loving place. You can look at it and say, I absolutely love you. Like, and this is probably the reason why we can't be together. Because if I'm mm-hmm. together with you, I'm limiting you and I'm limiting myself. Yeah. And we're both being lesser versions of ourselves. You give the other person the opportunity to grow, whether they take it or not, is not your responsibility and is not up to you, mm-hmm. but you can take responsibility of you and then move forward. Sure. Yeah. Did you go back to that therapist? No. Um, you fucking she, fired her, didn't you? She, you I, I probably did like <laughs> one more session with yeah. her. And then, um, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. She yeah, had no. a. She called you out on something else and that was it. Oh, she also wrote a book and like I did all the exercises in her book, which is a lot of writing exercises of like, you know, and that was really nice. And I kind of like got what I needed from her that situation that was it yeah yeah i got what mm. i needed like i was able to work through whatever i needed to work through gotcha yeah you guys have never been to therapy except that one time at 10 years old nope no good nope. for you yeah i don't i feel weird about that I just we're not, uh, not going or going going i wouldn't yeah. want to go yeah yeah not my vibe i don't i don't hate on people who do it do your thing if that's what you got to do if that's your mental coach cool do it yeah not my vibe so there's no life coaching in your life. No life coaching. No life. I just, coaching. I'm just flying by the uh, what seat of my pants. Hey, it's working. Yeah. It's working for you. It's working, you right? probably. Yeah. I mean, like everyone has different ways of going into it, right? Like some people's traumas are like a certain way. Some people are like are very resistant towards it. Mm-hmm. Some people are really open to it. Some people like you know use it as an excuse as well. Sure. You know, so you just have to like know yourself yeah. and what you need to be the best version of you. If you want to be the best version of you. A lot of people don't want to be the best version of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Whatever true, that true. means, right? Whatever yeah, means. what does that yeah. mean? How yeah. do you even know that you've reached this best version of you? That would yeah. be a cool thing if you could see it. It was like, like a meter. You've like, reached your hundred. Yeah, no, I'm reaching seventy five today. And you're Did like, you guys Fuck. watch that episode of Black Mirror? Did you guys watch? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that no, is. No, but I know what you're talking about. No, yeah, I've never the, seen it. But the I'm rank, uh, yep. like you get social points. Yep. And oh. like, you can't buy a house or get a mortgage if you have these points. It's kind of like what's happening really? in China right now. <laughs> That's kind of cool though. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone can see the points. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's your social meter, so you have to like, it's like you have to put on a front, extra, extra front to get bonus points. I guess it's like yeah. people pleasing at its finest. Which That's is what we all do all the time anyway. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw yeah. that one, uh, I didn't really watch the episode, but it was, um, it was on and I kind of peeked over for a few minutes. The Good Place. You ever see that? Yeah. Do you like The Good Place? I do. Okay. So I saw a little bit of season one and then I, I, I just can't get into stuff, but it was, um, cause you're out creating your own stuff. Honestly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can get off for like 30 minutes, but like I can't. I can't take seasons. And, and when he's watching shit, he's watching like Frozen. Yeah, <laughs> Frozen and, and the four-year-old. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, fuck. The good, the good place. The good place. Yeah, but they have um, who is it? Is it Michael, the head guy? Oh yeah, the, the creator the of the yeah, 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 yeah. He has like it's a it's a meter of like points, but like they all like oh someone's always at the top, so they're all trying to work at the top, but then like, it comes out later that like he just made up the numbers anyway. <laughs> fucking gold man did you get to the end of the episode <sighs> i mean a season end of season one yes 
and then, then it's it all like flips yeah and then that's when i was like i can't i can't do yeah. this yeah 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 I have no idea what you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, it actually What's it on? Purgatory. Is that Netflix? No, yeah. it's on NBC. With Chris, I don't know. Kristen it was Hulu Bell. where I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Kristen Bell. She's funny. She's actually really funny. I like her. Yeah. And oh, then uh, no, who's no, the dude? No, the Cheers yeah. guy. What's his name? Cheers guy. Oh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, all right. I, I've seen the yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. It's actually. Yes. I've not I, seen any of the shows. I feel like you could get into season one because it's comedy's there. I'm not really. Yeah, it is funny, and then it also is deep. Yeah, Which is, I think, it's I like intelligent. It. Like I can yeah. dig that, yeah. but I'm I very much don't like scripted shows because I can see the acting in it. I don't really? want I want to feel like how you're actually feeling. If I can see the acting or seeing like the writer in the room being like, all right, this is gonna be a good line, and like giving it to the person, I don't. Have you? Pat, do you watch he, like? He watches murder mysteries. Yeah, I, that's I what I was gonna like say. Yeah. You probably yeah. are more into drama. Yeah, I like docs and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what I'm. I don't. I don't do watch a whole watch lot of TV. The, like the films up for the Oscars or anything like the award no. season movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Dark mm-hmm. Waters is really mm-hmm. good. What's that? It's it. about like Mark Ruffalo's in it. Um, it's about the Dupont scandal. Okay. It's oh. really good. So it's like, where's this at? Um, I think it's coming out this month. Oh, see yeah. that would be into coming out where theaters oh in theaters it's okay. really good hmm. it's really really good and uh i saw a q a with mark ruffalo talking about it and he said um yeah if the government like you know had control over our health care we would so definitely gross. not be they would have like shut this thing down years ago you know mm-hmm. like uh the f- chemical that was exposed in this film is actually in like Teflon, Teflon. pans, yeah. Yeah. which wasn't banned until 2013. I'm watching the movie like, oh, it's not even about us. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, Aaron Brockovich was like so long ago. Oh my God, 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you got to throw and, your pens out. And like all of us have it in mm-hmm. us is what they, I watched. Yeah, the, 99% the Nef- of us. Yeah, the, yeah. the Netflix doc. There's a Netflix doc on this. Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. It's really gross, but it's fascinating. It's this follows the life of the lawyer that. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there too. Yeah. That's got to be good. That it's, one's really good. It's like they knew about this issue in like the late sixties or seventies or something, and it was um, like whatever the the molecule is. C eight. Oh, yep, yep, that it. And so that they've known about that it was bad for us. They didn't know the degree, but they knew it was bad. And then they did know the gr- degree too, because they did and then, studies. Yeah, yeah, and then they did know, and then they just like. Didn't say anything about it. And then not till they moved that plant to West Virginia or Pennsylvania, wherever that was. West Virginia, I believe. Was it West Virginia? Yeah. And then, you know, the animals started dying. That the had farmer. The runoff like, from yeah. the stuff. And the, yeah, that farmer. So it like shows his life. Um, yeah, no. That's a really good one. I think you'd love that. I will watch that. We'll go back to theater. When but I don't love to a theater, to though. Oh, either. you went to Lion King. He fell asleep yeah. during Lion King. I definitely fell asleep during Lion King. The new Lion King. I don't. Did you, have you seen that? Can you see it? Oh, really? it's very good. Very good. I'm not good at. See I'm not good at chilling for two hours, uh, especially at Cause night. Because you're a doer. Yeah, I like to do things. Yeah. I like to do things, but also I like to be comfortable. So if I'm at some some other place, and somebody else's seats, and like there's like I think it was Lion King too, where it was like yeah. sticky table. Like, yeah. Where's the table at? Wasn't Were you at like, like an iPix or something? Oh no, no, I could be wrong. Maybe, no, like, me and Liv went to a movie. Armchair. Liv, my lady, likes to go to movies, so a different movie. I'm thinking oh, of a different okay. one. Okay, on a side note, you yeah. guys need to go watch Ford versus Ferrari. Hmm. What's this? It is so good with Matt Damon and Christian Bale. It's is that like, out? I saw. A, I think it's out in like the fifteenth or something. Okay. I watched. Yeah. You know, I like get to go to all the screenings and uh-huh. stuff. Sure. Right? So, oh my god! You know, Asian men, older Asian men, like they don't like hmm. emote a lot, right? <laughs> like a uh, gross generalization. Yeah, gross generalization. Yeah, yeah. But the guy next to me was like this. And uh, I was doing the same thing, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And I don't even care about cars. Really? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't either. And he, neither you. No, yeah. I don't but it was there. like I haven't had a car in years. The story is. It, good, it follows the story of a guy, like the underdog, who ends up like doing this. But gotcha. anyway, if you're looking for a fun family movie, that was yeah. really good. Well, fun family movie is Frozen Two coming out in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's the big news around our our area. Uh, number two, Frozen. Yeah. They waited a long time to do a number. Yeah, two. Uh, seven years, six years. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. I, I it has to be a science. Like it's the gap of like, okay, now those eight year olds who are two are you're, like getting into something else. You know what I mean? That's still you're exhausted. Yeah. You can exhaust. I'm sure there's something to that. Disney's not stupid. All the Disney on ice is no, you know why it is, is it's the whole launch of the new Disney 
plus platform. Well, that too, but yeah, they've probably known about that for two, three years. They've probably been working towards it. And like, what well, this that has that launched to be today. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus. yeah. So oh, launch today. Yep. Times up perfectly. They'll they'll put it on the platform if it's not immediately soon after. Get everyone. To oh buy. no, it'll be in theaters first for. They'll right. do their well, soon after run. though, yeah, they'll, they'll have do it Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, only. maybe they'll they'll probably do that when Christmas is a little. No, late. and they're doing it. They're doing a um, like a. It's not like a Frozen on Ice, but it's there's like a it's like a theater version that they're going on tour until February oh, too. Geez. The amount of money they pay oh, it's shit. gonna be tons. The amount of money people pay for. Oh yeah. Have yeah. y'all been to Disneyland? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going back soon. You are? Yeah, I told Kai. Oh wow. She's a good listener. We'll go. If she's a good listener. Yeah, she fills her chart. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's end on Frozen talk. Yes. yes. Diana, thank you for coming through. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Again, use our code BS at rcitycoffee.com. You'll get 15% off any and all coffee orders. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to drink all that sugar shit at that corner coffee shop. Get some real good quality coffee. You're an adult. Step your game up. Again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.